Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Toast to coast in the biggest way possible. Right here on a Wednesday, a going into Thanksgiving Wednesday on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us today. Carver High in for Scotty. Go for the two. Joe Lisi joins me momentarily. We have a lot going on, of course. Uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. The best to you and yours. Uh, big weekend of football ahead. We will do a lot of our normal football Thursday and Friday stuff today on C2C. That includes, of course, Warren Sharp. In hour number two, we'll do all of that. We've got Adam Kaplan in hour number three, Gabe in hour number one. We'll go through all the NFL games Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. All the college games, of course, Friday, as Thursday night, I should say as well, the Egg Bowl. Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. We'll even get in all of the NBA and the NHL tonight, both leagues with full schedules heading into, of course, Thanksgiving tomorrow. We will kick things off, as we always do, with the birthday roll call here on C2C, Joe Nathan, 49, John Perala, 54, Byron Houston, 54, Daryl Hardy, 55, Donald Hollis, 56, Boris Becker, double B at 56 today, Aaron, Eric Allen, 58, David Tate, 59, Hugh Millen in at 60, Lee Gutterman, 65, and James Edwards, at 68, uh, not our best birthday roll call, uh, but listen, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. There you go uh, for a C2C birthday roll call on a Wednesday. All right, uh, so we're going to kick things off here. We've got a very, very busy show, but there is one way that we do have to start this thing up today. First, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline, and of course, the mightier, 1090 ESPN Radio in sunny Southern California. It is great to have everybody with us here today. All right, so before we get into everything we're going to do, and we got a busy show, of course, um, let's talk about Scotty. Um, I know we've started to get a lot of tweets, uh, things like that. I've obviously been starting the show for the past week and a half, uh, and we were kind of waiting for... Scotty to uh, kind of come out and uh, let everybody know what's been going on. He did that this morning. It's been a tough week and a half for us here um, on C2C and on Sports Grid. But uh, there it is. So Scotty let everybody know this uh, this morning. Last week, he was having some heart issues. He did the show last Monday. Uh, was telling me and Mafia really uh, the entire time that 
his chest was bothering him. He was having some trouble breathing, went to the hospital after the show last Monday, and uh, he was having some heart issues, so he spent some time in the hospital. He's still there now. Uh, had to get the valve replaced. Uh, several things. You saw the tweet there. Just throw it back up for a second, guys. I mean, this is in the Scotty way that he can. Major heart surgery, valve replacement, Dr. Badass. We would all like to thank Dr. Badass for saving Scotty's life with the nine-hour surgery. Blew out a valve. Uh, big breathing problems. Sportship ownership and suits. Great to me. Not surprising at all because they are great people here at Sports Grid. Uh, so that does not surprise. Long road back, but I shall return. Please be patient with me. Um, and Scotty, obviously, take all the time you need uh, to get back. It's uh, it has been tough. Uh, all of us here kind of just wondering what's been going on, but Scotty's uh, fought through it, and he's been doing a lot better the last couple of days, uh, and especially today where he's back on social media. He's tweeting it all, you guys, uh, and letting everybody know how he is. So uh, we miss Scotty here. I think it's great. Uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow, it's great news for his family. It's great news for us here uh, that he's doing better, uh, and we miss him. And we can't wait for him to get back. It's going to be um, <laughs> extremely difficult, almost impossible, to be able to fill uh, the shoes for that long. But we will do the best that we can here on C2C with you until Scotty's back and better than ever because you know that's exactly what he is going to be. Uh, so you get myself and and the Joes uh, the next couple weeks when we come back on Monday. Uh, Ranieri will be with me Mondays and Thursdays. Of course, Joe Lisi always with me Tuesday, Wednesdays. He'll be with me Fridays as well. And we will hold the fort down until Pharrell is ready to come back and rock it like he always does. But Pharrell doing better. Uh, and that is the best news of all as we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday this weekend. All right, we do have... A lot to attend to in the sports world, the world, the gambling world that we play in. Of course, our number one will rip through all of the NFL for Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. We'll go through all the games. We've got some Dan Campbell. We've got Dak Prescott, Kyle Shanahan. We'll also have Gabe Morenci, Sports Rage Late Night, in our number one today. Uh, and look, we haven't really gotten to dive into some of these other games that are going on. We've spent a lot of time on the Thursday games because uh, it's at the present. It's tomorrow. There's a triple header. But there are some games of significance on Sunday that we need to discuss as well. Uh, good game in Philly between the Bills and the Eagles. Really big game in Houston between the Jaguars and the Texans uh, with how well the Texans have played the last few weeks. Jaguars, the only team in the NFL that has not lost on the road this year. Uh, so they will try to keep that going in Houston as well. The New Orleans-Atlanta game is big. Whether it's fun to watch those two teams play, I'm not so sure. But it is a massive game in the NFC South. Uh, so you have that. Cleveland and Denver has a little bit of juice to it as well. And maybe juice on the other side of the, of the spectrum, Giants and the Patriots at MetLife. Uh, which is uh, loser gets themselves a little bit closer to a top three pick. Hour number two, Warren Sharp, the mad scientist. We will spend the entire hour with Warren, just like we normally do on a Thursday. We will do it today. The Thanksgiving Day games, Jets-Dolphins on Friday, all the Sunday action. Warren's going to have you tuned up for all of that throughout the entire second hour on C2C. And then in the final hour, college football, Tons of it as we head into this weekend. We'll get the Rich Sermonella Maxwell Minute, and then me and Lisi will get it going. 
new top four in the college football playoff as well as Washington slid past Florida State. They're now at four. The Seminoles fall back to five. We've got all the games on Thursday and Friday. The biggest games on Saturday, Ohio State and Michigan. High noon at the big house spot, I think, in the college football playoff on the line because uh, whoever wins that game is going to beat Iowa the following week in Indy. Uh, so we have that. And everything else, Florida State, Florida's got a lot of juice. Rivalry weekend in college. Let's make it happen. We will get in all the NBA. There are 14 NBA games tonight. There are 14 NHL games tonight. We'll give you the numbers for all of them. Uh, Indiana's playing again tonight, by the way. They only scored, uh, what, to get over 300 last night uh, between the Pacers and the Hawks. Uh, So we'll take a look at the Pacer total. And then Adam Kaplan, our Sports Grid NFL insider, will also... Join us as per usual heading into a football weekend, despite it being Wednesday, and we'll get his thoughts for everything in play. So coast to coast on a Wednesday, Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We've got Gabe Morenci in hour one. We've got Warren Sharp for the entire second hour. Adam Kaplan in hour three. All the football for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We get it rolling. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Joe Lisi joins me momentarily here before we get to Joe. BetMGM has you ready for tomorrow. That's right, the Thanksgiving triple header uh, as BetMGM is offering players a Pro football same-game parlay bet insurance token that you can apply to any same-game parlay bet on pro football. Receive up to $25 in bonus bets. If that bet loses, all you got to do is log into your BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS, Android, or BetMGM.com using your existing account email address to receive a bet insurance token. Use the token at a same-game parlay of up to $25 on a pro football event to your bet slip and activate the token. If your wager loses, you will receive up to $25 back in bonus bets there you go the same game parlay insurance token for tomorrow pro football triple header thanksgiving let's go all right tuesdays and wednesdays here on c2c you get the extended carver and lisi the very popular sports grid radio show that's on weeknights at 8 p.m east and that of course is with myself and 
the encyclopedia of college football, who just, uh, he's got so much going on this week. Uh, I mean, he's Joey McGuire, Texas, Ohio State, Michigan, Oklahoma State. So many things just rattling through his brain right now. Go for the two, Joe Lisi. Hi, Joe. What, what up, Carver? What an intro that was. And you're right. This is the best week of the year. NFL, college football, Friday, Saturday. There is no, you know, Black Friday game for me. Arkansas, Missouri, nothing better. Friday afternoon, you know that. And yes, Joey McGuire at night on Friday night in Austin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and you know, I got my eyes on Nebraska, Iowa. Uh, Friday afternoon. System uh, that's play. where system play. System. Uh, unranked team favored over the ranked team, Joe. That's where I, uh, of course, have my eyes for Friday's action. We will get to that later on when we do some college football. Let's get right into it, Joe. Triple header Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. As always, traditionally, we start the day in Detroit with the Lions. Difference this year is, Joe. Lions are really good. <laughs> They're 8-2. and two. Uh, First time they've been 8-2 and two for the Turkey game since the 60s. Here is Dan Campbell. Honored to be in this game. I still think it really it's something special. I, I do. I believe that. And, and the Detroit Lions have been, you know, it's, it's Detroit and Dallas. And it's always been known for that. I know they got the late game now, but um, I do think it's special. And it's a privilege to be able to play on Thanksgiving Day. You know, it's a privilege for our guys. Um, and everybody's watching, all your family, all your friends, and this is the type of game, man, you come out of and you got somebody you went to school with in second grade who's texting you, and you, did, you just, you forgot until he texted you, and you're like, oh, oh my God, you know, and family member, everything. Um, and so it's kind of cool like that. Nice. Uh, it is kind of cool, Joe. I think it is great. And look, the Lions are really good this year. And that's rare for people when they do get around with their family on Thanksgiving Day to watch the Lions open up the football slate. Seven and a half right now against the Packers, a flat 47 for the total. I can see the family sitting around the TV now, Joe, waiting for dinner. Look at the Lions, 8-2 this year. We got to bet the Lions this year. Let's go get the app out, baby. I'm on the Lions, Joe. You will Joe not Public be won't. doing that. Yo, Joe, yes. oh, big Lions. Joe, Joe Poe. Joe Poe, and here's the other thing. I mean, Dan Campbell, he doesn't talk to the guy since second grade, but he's got a cell phone. I mean, come on, Dan, let, let's tie up the knots in, in terms in terms of that. Nobody from second grade is, is texting you, you know, in regards to great performance. I will say this. The way they were battle-tested last week, same line that they laid to Chicago and Justin Fields, they got out to a big lead. The defense couldn't hold it on, and more importantly, Matt Eberflus and that offensive staff absolutely atrocious in the second half, not allowing Justin Fields to cook. I think LaFleur is different. D divisional game, Jordan Love throwing the football, coming off a 316-yard performance. I think Green Bay is live, and the over comes in. Give me Green Bay over Jordan Love, and give me the over 46-and-a-half, Carver. I don't think that I really want to mess around, Joe, with the spread. I do think we are going to get points in this game, though. I was telling you about this yesterday. Uh, these Lion games at Ford Field this year, 37-31 with Seattle. Uh, they had the 42-24 game with Carolina. Uh, the Raider game just missed a 26-14. Last week, Bears 31-26. For the most part, we've gotten a lot of points at home with the Lions this year. So I expect that to continue um, I'm with you kind of on the side. I, I'm not sure that I want to lay 
more than a touchdown uh, in a game where I think Green Bay is going to show up with a little bit of a purpose here. Uh, but it should be a fun game at least, Joe. It's not like at least it's not like the past where you're dreading flipping the Lions on at 12:30 East uh, to start your Thanksgiving day. They're going to give you an exciting game, uh, whether they cover that number or not. Game number two. 4.30 p.m. East, as always, is in Dallas for the Cowboys, taking on the Washington football team, now known as, but won't always be known as, the Commanders. Dak Prescott, Joe, he has been hot the last couple of weeks, feeling it right now. Here's Dak. I can tell you the, the way that I feel, um, the confidence that I have in this group myself, um, zone, I guess you can call it, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, talked about it over and over, the coaches, um, just the chemistry of this team. Chemistry. Yeah, by far the best I've, I've ever felt. And it's not just me. It's, it's, it's a lot of the things around me that ultimately, uh, being a leader, a lot of times you're trying to control those things. You're trying to make sure things around you are, uh, are good, taking up in, in places, this, this, and that. And that, that's the, the minimal of my job right now is handling things outside of my job, which obviously makes it easier for me. Uh, Joe, this is getting bigger and bigger here. 12 and a half at this Oof. moment for the Cowboys. 48 and a half is the total. Do you want me to give it to you one more time, Joe? Cowboys one last more. 12 years? Uh, yes. One more time here, just just for you. Cowboys against the spread, 1-11 uh, last 12 turkey games, Joe. Love it. 1-11. I love it. Yes. Now, think about who they played in recent years. Uh, Derek Carr in Las Vegas a few years ago, they lost. Washington, they lost. That was the Antonio Gibson game. They're not lost losing the this game. They are yeah. going to smash Ron Rivera, Sam Howell. They're going to smash him over the head with an anvil. I'm telling you, there's only one way to go. It's Dallas or bust going the over as well. This Washington team, not just from an offensive perspective, but from a defensive perspective, they're going to implode after the first quarter, Carver. Ron Rivera lost this team. He's completely I, I think shot. it's kind of... Yeah, I think it's kind of the same thing for me, Joe, as the other game. I think I'm more interested in the total. I think there's going to be points in this game. I do think Dallas can smoke them, and I think Dallas can score 35-plus points here. And I think that Washington, with the way that they've passed the football this year, are more than capable of chipping in 20 points for me. Um, so I think, Joe, over that 48, 48 and a half uh, is where I'm looking right now. If I had to lean to a side, uh, probably Washington, Joe, just because of how they've performed on the road this year. Outright wins, albeit at, you know, at Denver, at Atlanta, at New England. They covered on the road at Philadelphia against the Eagles, covered on the road in Seattle against the Seahawks. Those things, Joe, kind of gravitate me towards Washington a little bit. No, I understand. Then why is the spread 12 and a half if that's how good they Cowboys are? Cowboys are hot and you're paying nah, a Cowboy tax. It's still the Cowboys. Cowboy 1 and 11. Turkey Day. They suck. There's Cowboy no way tax. they can cover against Ron Rivera. Book it now. Cowboy it's tax. Easy money. Easy money. <laughs> that's it. You already got it. You already got uh, it. We've got one other game, Joe. We will do it uh, after I talk to Gabe. We've got the Niners and the Seahawks on Thursday night. And then, Joe. We will rip through them all. Jets, Dolphins on Friday, everything on Sunday, including the Eagles and the Bills. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us every day. We have our man Gabe Morenci, Sports Rage, late night, 10 p.m. East here on the grid. Gabe, we got a lot to do, man. I mean, we got tons of college football we won't talk again. Tons of NFL, triple header tomorrow. Bills, Eagles on Sunday. I mean, we got a lot on the plate here, Gabe. Yeah, it's a massive weekend of football uh, this weekend. The stakes couldn't be any higher. People always talk about, well, you know, I've seen a lot of articles over the last 24 hours, 48 hours. There should be a 12-team playoff this year. Like, why? And then when we make it 12, oh, it's got to be 16 and 24. I hate, dude, I just, I get so angry just reading everything and seeing people's stupid takes about everything. The beautiful thing about college football is every game counts. Every every game is a playoff game. We don't need to expand it. It's already going to suck next year. We're going to have nine and three teams in the playoffs. Don't worry about it, everybody. All right? And also, I want to warn everybody, too, if you think that, like, suddenly your favorite school is getting into the playoffs because there's 12 teams in the playoffs, good luck with that. All right? Good luck with that. You think the SEC and the Big Ten who run college football said, yeah, we're going to do this to expand? No. They see it as a path. You know what? Like the SEC's vision now, Carver, is to have four teams in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're like, you know what? We'll have four teams. Big Ten will have three or four. We'll, you know, we'll let the other little conference winners in, whatever. So this is as good as it gets. Like, really, over the next couple of weeks, college football, how many times have these conference college um, championship games been anticlimactic? It's like, well, whatever, dude. You know what I mean? They're favored by 17. They're favored by 21. This year, Carver... We're going to have Washington. Think about, like, you want a playoffs? These are, you got Michigan versus Ohio State in a playoff eliminator on Saturday. All right? You're going to have Oregon and Washington playing each other again. That was a classic. They're going to play each other again. That's a playoff eliminator. That is a playoff game. You're going to have Alabama and Georgia next week in the SEC Conference Championship game, Carver? College football is lit. Lisi might have a heart attack. Yeah, uh, and and I do see the point that you're trying to make on the one side of it because if the teams were this good next year, probably Ohio State and Michigan are both going to be in. Georgia and Alabama are both going to be in. And I think Oregon and Washington in a, in a 12 team would probably both 
be getting in. So there there wouldn't be as much drama during these past. Oh, there's going to be weeks. less drama because there's it's more be teams. Drama. Yeah, there's but, actually going to be less right. drama to get to get right. it as but, we move on December in society. Be they right. always soften it. Well, whatever, yeah. dude. It's going to be chaos. The SEC is kind of soft in a way, right? Like they didn't. They're they're in their little bubble, so they're gonna and they they realize what we're doing is working, right? We don't play anybody. Yep. We don't do non conference games, and it doesn't matter. We win the SEC. We're going to get in, and once we're in, we usually win this thing anyways. So they didn't really see a reason to change things. The Big Ten, bro, I mean, all these teams are going to have, like, this is it for Michigan. Like, yeah. this is this is, you know, this is it. You look at you look at, um, look at USC schedule next year, bro. They've lost five games this year. Like, they might be five and seven next year. Like, Michigan's probably going to be eight and four. So, like, as we know it, this is sort of the final – where every game counts. No, you got to go undefeated. You want to win, go undefeated. Well, it's not fair. Life isn't fair. College football was never supposed to be fair. We're supposed to get down to one. It's like the TV show Survivor. There's not 12 people at the end of it, Carver. There's one. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got There's one. Down to one. Yeah, Just one. Mom, you know what? She played a great game, and she lost really close to Bill when she got voted out. So let's uh, yeah. bring her back. No, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You lost. You're out. It's a cold world. Finished. Chopped. Look, uh, I know this. If Michigan I, lose, they're out. They're not going to make it because their schedule well, wasn't sexy enough. Right. Plus, everybody hates them right now, the committees and stuff. Or I should everybody say the NCAA, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the negativity. Like if they lose, they'll be like, all right, you're out. Right? You're, you're out well, if they lose. And I think Ohio State, who got in last year, Carver, even though they lost, they don't have that same wiggle room no. this time, man. Neither of them. Not do. with these Pac-12 teams. FSU still might run the table for all too, we know. Too and many I think good they probably candidates. Will. Too many good candidates uh, between potentially Texas, FSU, yeah. the winner of Oregon, Washington. Let's say Alabama beats got Georgia. Seven or eight teams, Carver, for tonight, four spots. Tell me, going to leave now. Georgia out if Alabama beats them next week? I, I, I think that that I don't think they're going to do that either, Gabe. Now let That's me ask annoying. you this then. <laughs> well, that would be very annoying. I, I agree. The committee's rooting for Georgia. But next you're week. right. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Like it's going to happen. Um, if so Alabama you're beats if Georgia, win. you're right. Yes. they're both in. Will Alabama will beats Georgia? Win? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Michigan's well. Michigan has their hands full in this game. I know there's, it's funny how people, there's an assumption that, oh, of course, they're going to win. They're at home right now. But this is pretty dangerous right now for Michigan. They've won the, this game two years in a row. They've won pretty convincingly, too. Like, they've really just sort of, like, beat the crap out of Ohio State two years in a row in the trenches. So th this is it. Ohio State have been challenged. I, like, they can never be challenged before. But without being stated, when you really start to break it down, who's got the better defense? Michigan has the better defense. Who's got the better run game? Michigan's got the better run game. Who's got the better quarterback? Michigan's got the better quarterback. Right? When you, you add it up, like really with the exception of Marvin Harrison Jr., who's, you know, whatever, the guy's going to be the best player on the field. I'll concede that. But if Michigan can slow that down, like Trevion Henderson Carver has been injured a lot over the last two years. The running back for Ohio State, he's he's rushed for 100 or more yards in four of their last five football games. So they've started to get a ground game going a little bit right now, which is a little bit concerning. And I will say this, Harbaugh not being there, they've, they've gotten by. It's going to be a problem 
if you know there's one player that's been affected by Harbaugh not being there, Carver, it's JJ yeah. McCarthy. I agree. The one kid, the one guy. Blake Corum is kind of the leader of the team. He's been around. He's fine. He sort of has replaced Harbaugh almost, like in a way, in the huddle and everything. The guys on defense don't care about whether Harbaugh's there or not. They don't even really talk to him that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like Harbaugh during the game, who does he talk to? The quarterback, JJ, JJ McCarthy, and they're they're closer than like Harbaugh's kids, bro. I've noticed JJ just a little bit. He gets Coach Harbaugh knows how to calm him down, knows how to look at him, knows how to just say, "Hey, hey, hey, raise it up a notch." He doesn't have that. It's almost like, you know, a kid without his father suddenly. Yeah. You know I mean, he's sort of a little bit, I got to do this myself, but that's the only concern. But I think Michigan win a slugfest. This game always turns into a track meet, but I think we're looking more. I'm not saying it's going to be like 14-10, like that Notre Dame game or anything like that, but I think it's more like a 30, you know, 27-23 type of game, 30-21 to 21 type thing. I think Michigan yeah. win by like six, Carver. Yeah, I think Michigan's going to win two, Gabe. Uh, I do. Uh, I'm nervous about laying three and a half, but I think they're going to win the football game. I think they're a little bit better than Ohio State this year. Tomorrow, triple header, Thanksgiving NFL. There you see the numbers right there, three and a half uh, right now with the 46. Uh, Triple header tomorrow, Gabe, NFL. What are we looking at? Well, I told people the last time the uh, Detroit Lions were 8-2 was 1962. And in 1962 on Thanksgiving, they were 8-2 and, and they played the Green Bay Packers. And they improved to 9-2. and two. So history is going to repeat itself. They're going to improve to 9-2. and two. They won that game 26-14. I am going to bet the winning margin by 12. Uh, I'm going to get in on a couple of, like, exact things just to see if, like, history, we can go Twilight Zone on this thing. Detroit were sort of caught flat-footed last week against Chicago as lofty favorites. I think they're more focused early. Look for Detroit, and Green Bay are slow starters. Take the Detroit Lions in the first half of this game, guys. I think the Lions are going to win. I think they're going to cover. Um, I think, You know what I mean? But I also think the first half is a good play. I look for the, the Packers start off slow all the time, and I, the Lions are going to be super aggressive early. I think the Seahawks can hang around, actually, in, in the nightcap. It's it's a it's one of those leap of faith plays. The the season is starting to fall apart for Seattle a little bit right now, but it's also a division game. It's a division rivalry game. San Francisco have played um they've had a lot of problems in Seattle over the years. All right. They've had a lot of problems with the Seahawks, even not the best edition of the Seahawks. It's one of those divisions, Carver, where history repeats itself all the time. You know what I mean? Like even McVeigh has a hard time with Arizona. Like there's those yeah. weird little Weird little anomalies. Carroll has had a great run against Shanahan. You know why? Because Seattle kind of like a poor man San Francisco, really. Right. Like San Francisco's not really doing anything that like they do the same thing Seattle does. They just have better players doing it, Carver. So stylistically, it's kind of just, yeah, let's just man up and see what happens. And oftentimes it's pretty close. And look, they, they're going to be in trouble, Seattle. They need this one. I mean, they play Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. That's their next four weeks, Gabe. That's what they got. They got the Niners twice with the, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Sandwiched in bills. between right there. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, we'll end with that. Bills in Philadelphia on Sunday. Do you take something out of, out of last week, the way the offense played against the Jets, that they can hang around here? I do like, Gabe, that Philly won that game on Monday night. I think if they would have lost that game, it would have been more problems for the Bills. I like that they won. Maybe they'll let their guard down a little bit. 
I agree. I agree. I like the fact that they won the game as well. And I like the fact, Carver, that it's Thanksgiving. So not only do you beat do you beat the team to beat you in the Super Bowl, you're feeling good about yourselves. Everybody's telling you you're the greatest team ever, basically, in the Philadelphia Eagles. Now you're going to get all fat and you're going to eat like uh, turkey and you're going to have the family over for a couple of days. I always like betting on road teams in the holidays, Carver, around Christmas weekend, yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. I think Buffalo, this could be a business trip. Their season's on the line, bro. They need to get it done. They will. Gabe, enjoy it all this weekend. Have a great time. And tonight, Sports Rage, late night, 10 p.m. East, right here on the grid. See them, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um... And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. We're trying to get through all of the Week 12 action in the NFL. We have Warren Sharp coming up in hour number two. Lots of college football in hour three. Adam Kaplan as well. A lot to do. Very busy today heading into the Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow. Okay, Joe, one last game from tomorrow for the NFL, and that is the nightcap in Seattle between the Niners and the Seahawks. Of course, Brock Purdy already has a game in Seattle under his belt. That was at the end of last season. So Kyle Shanahan not worried at all about Purdy playing in that night environment. Uh, it's, it's real valuable. I mean, he's been to some loud places too, but Seattle is always right there as the loudest, if not tied for it. And uh, you can always tell people how loud it is, but um, they don't know until they g- go there. And he went there, so he knows what we're talking Those about. Those games so, uh, really got him to, going to too. Him. Uh, He's going to be doing it to our guys for these two days. Uh, seven and a half, this has now gone to, Joe. We've crossed the seven number, a flat 44. So that's gone up a little bit as well. Good. I know you've been selling me the Seahawks the last couple of days. Uh, you're getting a little bit closer to pulling me in with you. Um, and I'm feeling a little bit of an under here, Joe. I think if the Seahawks are going to cover this number, under's probably where we want to live. Yes, they're going to run the football, I believe Seattle is. Now, I don't care if Geno Smith, I told you, starts or doesn't. If it's Drew Locke, even better. I'll take the seven. I'll take the seven and a half. Thank you. And let, let, let's let stop talking about Shanahan for coach of the year, okay? Nick Sirianni, that's the guy in the NFC. But at the end of the day, I think Seattle could play with them physically in the interior. They could run the football. 
keep obviously Brock Purdy on the sidelines defensively. I, the fact that they're playing at home in terms of Thanksgiving night, crazy crowd, a little cold, maybe a little rain. The elements, give me Seattle. I think they strike the upset. How about that? I, I did see, Joe, a lot of the uh, NFL insider types uh, say that there's optimism that he's going to play. I saw our guy, Dr. David Chow, tweet out that he thinks Gino's going to play. So it looks like your boy, throw me the ball, Gino, uh, yeah, is going to probably be in. Hey, yes. Who wants him? That's the problem, though, right? I mean, is he 100%? Right. Could he push the ball down the field to DK and all those wide receivers? If not, I don't want Gino back there being a, a mannequin and just getting hit 16 times in terms of the first half. Give me the guy that could toss it. So we'll know if he does play, we'll know in the first quarter. Joe now begging for Drew Locke uh, on Thursday night. Wants to Give see Drew Locke. Locke out there. Give yes. him Locke. He wa- either way, Joe's on the Seahawks. Outright. Yes. Outright Could be a Seahawks. principal play. A principal play. I just said the game, too. That, you know, that having this game at home, they really need this one. They play home Niners at Dallas, at Niners, home Philly the next four weeks, Joe. That is a rough four weeks for Seattle. So they need to find a way to win one of those, and I think tomorrow night's their best opportunity, uh, being that it's in their place and they've had some success against the Niners. All right, Friday, our first Black Friday game, the Jets and the Dolphins. Tim Boyle will start, as we've talked about a lot this week. Nine and a half, Joe, flat 41. I, it's Dolphins or nothing for me, Joe. I, I just don't see the Jets scoring many points with Boyle as the quarterback. And even though the Dolphins have a couple of their uh, high-powered skill position guys banged up, I, I never believe Tyreek Hill is not going to play. Uh, he was limited, whatever. I, I think Hill is going to be out there, and I think the Dolphins can get this by double digits. Yeah, I'm with you. There's no way you would get me to back Tim Boyle in this spot. The fact that Tim Boyle, again, is in the NFL is mind-boggling to me, okay? I mean, Tim Boyle should be hanging out at a quarterback camp in, like, East Stroudsburg somewhere. I mean, come on. The fact that he's on the Jets, I mean, give me a break. That's all because of Rodgers. It wasn't because of what he did in, in New Haven. You know that as well as anybody. He I, I don't college. disagree with you. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the need for Tim Boyle to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't quite see the need for it. I'm sure we could have found somebody else at this point. Uh, there's a few guys, Joe, we can say that about in the NFL. That's for sure. All right. Sunday. Let's rip through this here. I was going to have Tomlin for you. Things like that. Honestly, Joe, I'm not going to lie. I don't got the time, man. I got to get right into it. Steelers and the Bengals. Of course, Canada chopped yesterday. It's all on touchdown. Kenny now to start to put some more points on the board for the Steelers. Bengals, as we know, no more Joey Silk done for the year. It'll be Browning for them. Steelers minus one in the jungle, 35 and a half, Joe. So this has gone up, what, two points since Monday uh, when it was in the 33 and a half range. So I I can only look Pittsburgh here, right? But, you know, they're the more complete team. What is the mindset of Cincinnati? Well, I mean, come on, uh, Carl. You've been dragging them for weeks. You've been dragging them for weeks, the Steelers. Just dragging them all over the place. But it's Tomlin on the road. This is probably probably a Joe Mixon game, right? They're not going to let Jake Browning throw it, what, 40 times in this ballgame? Can we get no. the over? Can we get the over? 
30, I think we can get it. 35 and a half. I, I mean, come I'm not on. sure. Come on. I, I'm not no. sure, Joe. Jim I, I don't think it's a turnover machine. TJ Watt, probably two picks and 14 you, points. You, you, are you promising me 14 points from the Steeler defense? Then, yeah, maybe. How about maybe 10? we can get the open. How about 10? I'll give you 10. Little fumble recovery at the 15, yeah. and they don't move the football yeah. and get it right. and get three points. Exactly. One of those, uh, right? Yes, uh, and then a sack in the end zone and a strip sack, they fall on it. There uh, it is. All right, if you give me 10 points from the D, maybe we can get over uh, the 35 and a half. Maybe I uh, think, but, I but think Browning's like got to contribute at some point. They have to get some garbage time, like they did maybe against the Ravens last week. They're gonna have to find a way to score points. Steelers aren't gonna get that on their own. You're gonna need some help, yeah. Joe, from the Bengals. Uh, I think it's a big Joe Mixon game out of the backfield on the ground. Jake Browning might throw for like a buck fifty. I I, I like Pittsburgh and I like the over. I'm gonna go with the uh, over there. One of the better games on Sunday, believe it or not, is in Houston for the Jags and the Texans. Joe, in fact, how about first place in the AFC South uh, on the line here? Texans six and four, Jags seven and three. Jags minus one and a half, 48 and a half is the number. Uh, I'm going Jacksonville, and I think they run the football, and I think it's a dead under. How about that? I know this game screams over because of Lawrence and C.J. Stroud. I'm going under because I think Jacksonville learned their lesson from game one. He struggled against that secondary. They're going to try and run it against Houston. That is still their weakness, I believe. 37 to 17 the texans beat them in september in jacksonville joe uh so they beat yep. them up there earlier this year I i'm still not ready to to trust houston at home in a big game like this or you know I, i'm just not i'm not ready joe with the with the number being that short i think it's jaguars for me uh the jaguar and they've showed their little battle test on the road only team in the league that has not lost a game on the road this year i think that that will continue here coming up on sunday tampa visits indy indy off a bye joe tampa of course uh you know look at they're four and six but they're involved uh in that mess that is the nfc south colts minus two and a half they're five and five a flat 44 principal play i like baker mayfield i like the bucks on the wow. road and i tell you what not just outright, but I like them over the total, 42 and a half. They have, they have played to the over on a couple of games, especially the Houston game. They put up 38, didn't play that bad against your Buffalo Bills. Got, I mean, that game was right on the total, but they still covered. I like Tampa Bay in the over in this ball game. You know, these Colt games at home too, Joe, just looking at them this year, the games that have been in Indianapolis, it's kind of a little what I was saying to you with Detroit. I mean, you look at some of the scores, 38-27 with the Saints, 39-38 with the Browns. Uh, they had a 31-21 game with the Jags. Like, a lot of games over 50 in, on the carpet inside at Indy this year. So maybe we can get that uh, with the Bucks and the Colts. I'll go over the 44 with you in that one. Next, uh, speaking of the NFC South, Big game in the NFC South because the Saints and the Falcons are getting together, five and five and four and six. Somebody's got to win this division, Joe. Saints are one-point favorites on the road in Atlanta, 42 and a half the total, both off a bye. 
What's with these one-point spreads, Carver? I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. That's every Falcon game, Joe. I know. It's every I Falcon know. game's one yeah, or two points. Yeah, but at Jacksonville and, and the other game as well, I mean, it's we're, we're splitting hairs here. I like New Orleans. The fact that Derek Carr comes back, I think, is an added benefit. I have no confidence in Des Ritter in terms of this spot. None whatsoever. And Arthur Smith, after watching the press conference, he's completely confused. He's lost. That's it. And I hate De- Dennis Allen, but I'll take I'll take the New Orleans Saints on the road. I'll take them. I, I want to take Atlanta so badly. Uh, but they just, you can't. They're gutless. They just gutless. never come through. It is never. It's been all, the, some of the losses that they've had this year, Joe. Like, they should already you think have the lead great. in this division. They should at least have another great. win or two. Yeah, it's just not done it. Awful job. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Falcons, Joe. Uh, what about the game. total? The- we get. I told you, old school. Bobby A. Bear and Jeff George. You want to go over? Little I don't love it. Rising. I don't. I don't. I don't love the total. I don't. I don't really like the total, Joe. I I, I don't. I'm gonna stay away from it. Right. No total for me with the Falcons and the Saints. The Giants and the Patriots have played some uh, classic games over the last 20 years, Joe. I don't know if this one is going to rank as one of them. Uh, This game, though, has a lot of significance, maybe not in the playoff race, but in the NFL draft order race. Uh, Both teams potentially screaming towards a top two or three pick. Patriots road favorites, Joe, of three points in the swamp, total of 34 and a half. Pats off a bye. They played in Germany a couple weeks ago. Giants get a win in Washington. Tommy DeVito finally throwing the football. I don't know, Joe. This is another game. I'm taking the Patriots, believe it or not. Are you? Oh, no. In DeVito, I I live. In DeVito, I trust. Bilicek's lost it. He's tanking. He's tanking the season. That's it. He wants Uh, to be let go. I believe more in Brian Dayball than I do Bill Balinchek. I'm telling you. Bilicek's lost it. He's got... He's a fish out of water. Belichick, you think Belichick's going to let Tommy DeVito throw a football on him on Sunday? No shot. Why not? Just he no allowed – he, he against in, in, in the – Bill, in the rookie quarterbacks. Uh, There's just too many things here for me. I think a lot of people are going to jump on the Giants, too, off of that uh, performance on Sunday in Washington. I think a lot of people are going to be on the demon. Let's squeeze one more in. and the under. Another, uh, another really fun game for you, Joe. Carolina and Tennessee – Minus three and a half for the Titans, 36 and a half the total here. You want to take the under? I'm perplexed with this one. Because Will Levis, how do you draft Will Levis? And you don't, I mean, again, whether you like the kid or not, you don't draft the kid to just hand the football off. One of their touchdowns was a flea flicker. Under, under, and give me the Panthers. It's under for me, uh, under 36 and a half. And yeah, maybe having that little half with the Panthers is going to matter. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast, we'll come back. More to do. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid Sports Grid Radio, along with Joe Lisi, of course. Go for the two. All right, Joe, let's rip through these here, and then we'll do all the college in the final hour after I talk to Warren. Uh, Arizona and L.A. in Arizona this week. Kyler Murray minus the one here, Joe. No, I'm going to take the Rams. Give me the Rams and the over. I think this is one of the totals that could fly in the 4 o'clock window. Uh, Denver has won four games in a row. They have fought themselves back to 500. They have the Browns coming in and DTR at quarterback once again. Another short number for you, Joe. Minus one and a half for the Broncos with a flat 36 total. Yeah, they're going to face a buzzsaw. Give me those Browns on the money line in the under in the small game. I got the Broncos, Joe, uh, believe it or not. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos on Sunday. The Chiefs off the Monday night loss at home against the Eagles are in Vegas against the Raiders. They're nine-point road favorites, 42-and-a-half the total. I'm taking the nine with the Raiders, Joe. Me too. They played well against my fish. They stepped up. They're, they're playing with a sense of urgency. Don't have to win. Just cover, baby. The Bills are in Philadelphia against the Eagles. 425 East kick there. I like that the Eagles won that game on Monday night, Joe, as a Bill fan. I think it works out a little bit better. I like the Bills a little bit more focused. Offense finally got going, but I'm still nervous about this when the half comes into play. Maybe Bills by a half. Uh, I'm taking the other side. Philly by double digits. They boat raced them. Oh, here we go. Boat race. I always love, you know what? I feel even better about it now, Joe. The boat race word came out. Sunday night game, Baltimore is at SoFi against the Chargers. Three and a half for the Ravens on the road. 48 and a half total. Could only look Ravens, but I think the over comes in on the West Coast. I think the over comes in on the West Coast. A little excitement on Sunday night after the long weekend. All right, Joe, I'll see you back in the third hour. We'll do a lot of college football, get ourselves ready for a big weekend, including Michigan and Ohio State. We'll come back hour two. Warren Sharp, let's go, baby. Week 12 in the NFL starting tomorrow. We're back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 